Hey everybody and welcome to Guest Life. Um, I'm Dan Guest, your host, president of Guest Plumbing and Heating. Uh, today we started this podcast to really hit home with entrepreneurs, like-minded people, other business owners, people in the trades. Have some fun with it, answer some questions that you guys have, and really just, you know, meet some interesting people and see what they're all about. Um, we find a lot of the times there's a, there's a bigger story behind the face. Um, today, we have the privilege of talking to Sam Holdridge, owner of Hamilton Rising, one of Hamilton's most innovative marketing solutions company. Sam, welcome and thank you for coming. Thanks so much for having me, buddy. So, Sam, welcome to Canada. <laughs> I, <laughs> I appreciate that. I understand you have a couple things working against you. Once, you're American. That uh, apparently is working against me, yeah, that is. And, and the other is you run a marketing company, but you have a background in finance. Yeah. For sure, buddy. I, you know, it's kind of an interesting mix. It was, you know, I got into mark. I studied marketing as a minor when in uh, in university, um, but never just thought I'd use it. And uh, but always was involved in it, and really started uh, in marketing out of necessity. Anything really starts there. We couldn't find a marketing company that was working for us, so we went out and started our own. That's really the kind of genesis back to, and this is year 11. Wow. Yeah, it's been cool. Wow. It's been cool. So why Hamilton? Obviously, you know, making yeah. the jump from, from the States there. I don't really mm -hmm. know where you were in the States, but why Hamilton? And then obviously that ties together with Hamilton Rising yeah. being the name brand of your company. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. We were in Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, my wife... Don't know where that is. Uh, I have a globe in my office, but I don't actually use it. <laughs> you know Myrtle Beach? I don't know yeah. if you know where that is. Sure. Yeah. So it's just south of that. Okay. Maybe like two hours. Yeah. Um, and my wife's from Hamilton. There we and go. And there it is. Yeah. And um, end of story. We can cut it off there. <laughs> wife's from Hamilton. He, he's here. So Hamilton Rising, just to make it <laughs> tell everybody he's real proud. That's it. But well, my, I, the real answer is my, my daughter was young and she was starting school. Okay. And we really... Um, and your daughter's, always loved your daughter's name? Uh, Izzy. I've always loved Izzy. Canada uh, and had a great affinity for it. And so it was just time uh, for her to start. My wife was like, she's not going to school in the States. Um, so we, we, I was good. I, we just decided to come back to, to Canada and landed in Hamilton. That's amazing. It was cool. It's a great town. So a little bit about, um, to everybody listening out there, a little bit of a backstory is um, Sam and Hamilton Rising have actually... Um, we've reached out to them and they're doing our marketing and, and standing behind our product, which is guest plumbing and, and now the guest life podcast. Um, so Sam's been a big part of, of my business kind of taking off and making sure that we're hitting all those marks when it comes to branding and brand awareness. So, um, you know, what's one of the biggest questions that you get asked, Sam, being, you know, the owner and the founder of a business, sure. coming from a business background, yeah. but also in a marketing company. For sure. You know, what's the big question? What does everybody ask you? And then how do you answer it with grace without insulting anybody? Yeah, for sure. Well, marketing is always the first dollar to go yep. in any company, which is interesting. Explain that to the listeners. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I know because we've had a conversation a couple times. And yeah, when, for uh, sure. You know, when, when things are tight. But, but explain yeah. that to the customer. Um, well, so yeah, I mean, when, when there's a downturn or uh, kind of budget constraints, it always seems like those are the first kind of things to go. Totally understanding. You got to keep the lights on. You got to keep employees paid. You got to do those, the day-to-day -day stuff. Just keep the doors open, right? Totally get that. Um, one of the biggest misconceptions about marketing that we always have to address is that um, 
where it starts, right? So marketing is just trying to help a business or a byproduct of your product. Okay. This meaning like if we were actually talking to a business, we want to see your deliverables first. So if the you have the product. Exactly. So if you're super strong deliverables, like you guys have a great, you guys have great deliverables. Um, so marketing becomes more about let's get the word out. We need to help you get the word out. Okay. Um, now if your deliverables were terrible, then it's just let's get the lie out. You know, let's just keep the kind of um, rotating door of clients and marketing stinks and everybody hates it. It becomes that kind of stranglehold. Yeah, the customer service thrown out the door. It's, you yeah. know, how do we get the sale fast and quick? And if the product's weak, it's really tough to market, right? And you're okay. just going to throw money at everything. Uh, but if the deliverables are good, then you can kind of really throw money at what's working, understand your client, understand what they need, and then just message to them rather than sell to them. That's a big, uh, a big thing that, that we kind of try to address in our awesome. office. And then I know it happened with us in terms of, you know, you market when you're slow so that you get busy. That's, sure. you know easy failure yeah um, right you know it, it isn't you know do one thing and then see see results right away what's mm -hmm. you know what do you give your clients as a timeline or an expectation or just you know people in general when it comes to like you know how many likes you get on facebook or instagram yeah. for personal or business right so we try to set the expectation from the beginning i mean yeah. control what we can control i can't control that i'm not google i'm not facebook and i'm not your audience so if we set those expectations we're going to get strung up in two seconds. So we, we try to set, um, we try to understand the audience and then help you develop content that's going to speak to them and engage with them and then let it happen, right? Because if I could go on the other side of it, I'd be the consumer too. I can't tell you how many likes, views. Um, that was really why we started Hamilton Rising. Okay. We wanted to have, when we're working with clients, that was the original plan. We wanted a a, a data miner locally that would really say what's the pulse of Hamilton what's happening in Hamilton so when we're talking or we're talking to clients we can say here's what's happening actually out there we have platforms running and then it just kind of mushroomed into something okay so when we're really coming up with a plan we're talking about control what we can control uh, and getting the message out in the most engaging way that's what we're focused on so planning yeah setting the bar mm -hmm. execution and then, you know, having the results be able to kind of come in and make sure that, you know, your client understands what they're paying for, you know, is actually bringing in the dollar value. You got it. Right. And the first exercise we always want to go into is understanding who you're selling to. So what do you, what are you selling? Who's buying it? Right. Because if you're selling something to, yeah. uh, <laughs> who's the, who's the market and then selling to them, you know, if yeah. you're, if you're, if you're just throwing money at everything, um, you're going to be heavily disappointed in marketing. Yeah. I mean, if you're selling something that's targeted at a 45-year-old woman and you're putting ads on TikTok um, and you're saying, why are we not, why is this working? <laughs> you're going to be frustrated pretty quick. And, yeah. But you laugh, but a lot of people do that. They just blindly like, we need to spend this much on this, this much on this, this much on this. And then one of, one what of my, sticks? One of my tactics is I always go to my mom. Yep. I always go back to my mom and I say, I kind of I kind of use it on her because I think she's so much of the general public, mm -hmm. which is you know doesn't know too much about the nitty gritty. Especially I'm in the plumbing and heating industry, right? Um, and now what I like to say is I'm in the marketing business. Yeah, right. Um, you guys have helped create content for us as well as you know you being you know the business owner and the founder bouncing the ideas off of you because if it doesn't succeed then you don't succeed. Sure. Um, 
So I always go back to my mom. So we, we were thinking if we wanted to do a little bit more commercial and some residential, and now it's flip-flopped, but we were going to call ourselves guest mechanical. Yeah. So if you guys know the industry, mechanical means, you know, plumbing, heating, HVAC, um, you know, the mechanical sides of a building, uh, whether it's a restaurant or a high rise or something like that. But my mom went, and so, you know, again, testing, testing, went to my yeah. mom <laughs> and said, you know, thinking, Hi, about, thinking, thinking about the names, mom, guess mechanical. She goes, oh, like, I didn't know you guys could work on cars. So then, you know. A light bulb went off and I said, Fuck. That's amazing. Like, you can't have that. No. Um, so we kind of simplified it a little bit. And I Smart. think, you know, the best thing for us that, that's really worked yeah. is informing the client. For sure. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Um, we, you know, the way we branded was, you know, follow Apple's guidelines. Right. What does Apple do? Yeah. Right? Are they a tech company? Are they mm. computers? Are they phones? Are they software? Are yeah. they, you know, Dre Beats? Right. Um, you know, you have to inform your client of what the brand is. So that's sure. what, you know, really stems from branding. So a couple other questions that we have for, yeah. for Sam. I think, like, you know, he's on, uh, he's the first one on the podcast. Yeah. So I, I'm super nervous being on here. But, you know, also, <laughs> we've been talking about this for a while. So finally getting yeah. the ball rolling. I don't know if you guys realize, but it's Saturday morning at 9 a.m. We've all been up for probably four or five hours um, <laughs> ripping this out. By the time you guys get this, it's going to be released on the 31st. So. We're really excited to yeah. see what 2020 brings and get some get some uh, some awesome yeah. content out to everybody. It's fun, buddy. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I really appreciate you coming out. So, of course, um, how does a marketing company differentiate themselves from the marketing companies? I sure. know personally, you know, a lot of guys that are content creators, or they, you know, they picked up an iPhone and they know how to do a selfie. Yeah, what's the difference? Like, what sets you apart? So again, you know, there's no kind of barrier to entry, right? There's no license we can go acquire to be a marketing company. Yeah. Um, I think, and I can only speak for us, I can only speak for our shoes that we put on. Yeah. Um, but having a kind of diversified background has really helped us, meaning that uh, being on the business and startup end and kind of venture capital VC end, having that with a mix of marketing has is, is been really um for us, very helpful when we're sitting down talking about something. Okay. Um, understanding the operations of a business, the goals. I mean, it's profit, buddy. I mean, you got to make money to pay people, right? And understanding that with a mix and then telling it and then having it with marketing. So it's not just like sell, 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 sell. Here's the coolest thing. Understanding the kind of a more holistic and global approach to, to marketing, having a business and marketing. That The, the two are... They're interrelated. Because to your point earlier, what you said that now that you're a marketer, if you're in business, you've always been a marketer. Yeah. And your execution every day on your job markets your business. Yeah. I'm only here to help you. Yeah. And I'm only here to help you get that out. Well, and, and I hate the word sales when it comes to that. Because sure. I think it's so important about creating that, that buzz and that culture. I mean, I've worked with your team. So tell me a bit about the team. Yeah. You know, where do you, you guys, you guys have some very charismatic people on For your sure. team. sure. Um, one of the situations that I was in was we were doing an interview, um, where, you know, Sam and Al were, Al's my operations manager who always pushes me out of my comfort zone. He's one of those guys that kind of takes it to that next level and says, Dan, you know, you got to get in front of the camera. Well, you know, I think I should have worn two undershirts that day. The amount of sweat that was coming out of my pores. Yeah. But, uh, we had about four, you had four lights set up. Yeah. 
you had two different camera angles. Sure. And then there's this plumber <laughs> turned business owner, which is me. Yeah. Totally. Sitting in front of this camera trying yeah. to tell my story. I think we had, you know, probably two full length films of edits <laughs> that you guys had to go through. So yeah. tell me a bit about how you had a team there. Um, you know, what are some of the strengths? What would you be looking for in a future team? Because I know you guys are building as well. For sure. So Hamilton's really been a cool and great city. You know, we haven't... Um, we've put our stuff out there and people have just come you know we've kind of had the feel of the dreams acquisition model for okay. uh, for for if talent. you build it they will come you know with that we're not even trying to we've gotten some really good talent wow. just reaching out to okay. the platform so you know and one, are you talking about business or are you talking about just talent so your um your so, staff so that, that I'm specifically talking about staff. Okay, like we I haven't love had to do an outreach because of the product we put out there. We've had people want to do it. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who kind of want to um, be involved in something. I guess similar to what we what we're doing. So yeah. that that's been a big benefit for us. Um, we where we found success. You know, we kind of always drive that. You know, what we did today wasn't good enough. So yeah. we want to continually get better. And the team members who've been. Um, that that have been shown some success, or we we we've enjoyed working with, or the team that we want to create has that same kind of mentality that we uh, um, we want to own it, we want to keep getting better. So, from a marketing standpoint, being yeah. a business owner, what what's the what's the depth chart? What's the roster look like? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you mm -hmm. know, football, we know how to fill the team. Yeah, you know, baseball, we got the outfielders, we got the infielders. Sure. Marketing. Yeah. I like I like treating plumbing as a sport. We got. You know, we got a roster. How do yeah. we do it? How do you field your roster up with kind of the best talent and also, um, you know, talent? Because I think you're doing something different. I think okay. you're doing something Appreciate unique. That. Yeah. And, you know, you need a spec you know, specific person that's going to fill that roster. How do you make yeah. those, you know, transitional moves for someone that's, you know, maybe they're good at filming yeah. or videography, yeah. but they're not good at, you know, being charismatic or you know, dealing with a sweaty plumber client yeah, that's, sure. you know, swearing at them because right. they're frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I, I mean, I think it's it's one of those situations where it's having a conversation up front and uh, having them understand that, uh, trying to put them in roles where it's 80-20. It's they're doing 80% of what they're good at. Everyone's always going to be 20% of the stuff that they hate. Um, so trying to fill those roles where there's strengths, at least during their day, they're doing the majority of stuff that they're strong at. Okay. You know, like um, someone who's really good at organizing isn't always hyper creative and doing that. It's not an execution. So understanding those kind of different roles and really finding the person that's really strong for, for, for those specific roles. Nice. Um, and, it, you know, it's trial and error because people also have the, you know, the, the fallacy that, that we've always run into or I've seen people run into and myself have run into is the person that you're sitting across and hired today is you're not hiring a robot. They're not going to be the same in six months. You know, yeah. they're going to grow as a person and, um, and maybe leave and go do their own thing or go do something completely else. But you know, it's our, it's, so I've always felt like it's our team's job and my job to kind of steward that role, help them and prepare them, prepare them, give them every tool that they need to succeed. And if, um, uh, so really, you know, understanding that the person you're sitting and hiring and putting in that role may grow to be something totally different. But yeah. uh, so, and then and do, you, do you fear as a business owner, because um, we get asked this all the time, we, yeah. we spend a lot of time and efforts in training our staff and to become mm -hmm. better. Um, sure. You know, 
I, I had some really good advice once where it was, you know, you need to train people to be able to leave yep. uh, and give them a reason to stay. It's a great quote. Yeah. Does that resonate with how your business is? Because a lot of, you know, people in the industry, I mean, why not open your own business? Yeah, for sure. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> I think as a business owner, like there are so many great benefits from owning a business and, and operating um, your own kind of you know statement and legacy and stuff like that there's also a lot of struggles and yeah I, and I truly believe um now that i've been in business and being able to meet so many people it's not for everybody but also i want to be able to give the gift of opportunity if that's what someone's you know for capable sure. of right don't yeah. hold them back so i'm good for you for that yeah thanks mm -hmm. man i mean well you shouldn't be you know you shouldn't be putting your foot on someone's neck to say you got to stay you got to stay um and you know, we, we always want to make sure that our team is the best that they can possibly be. So what do you yeah. feel? Have you had anybody leave that you... Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, you know, we're not working with robots. We're working with people. And, <laughs> yeah, people. I love it. <laughs> and, you know, ultimately, they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. You know, the, one of the biggest fallacies in life that you can change somebody. Yeah. You know, like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, our deliverables are only going to get better the more we facilitate growth in the team that we work with. Amazing. Whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, you want to go start a business, be the direct competition, and bury us using all our secrets? At the end of the day, you can give somebody the cure for cancer, but they still have to execute on it, yeah. right? So, like, That's great. you could tell your competition, here's our QuickBooks, you know, here's our projections, here's everything we're doing, yeah. but they still have to do it. Yeah. You know, so, and you gotta, you gotta be mildly psychotic to go do it, right? Because for me, it never shuts off, yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say as a business owner. I think that's why we get along so well. <laughs> we're, we're, agree. Both, right. we're both yeah. a little off. For sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. We bet, yeah. you know, we're both, uh, you know, we, we had to do this on a Saturday because we didn't have time during the week. Every day is a Tuesday, buddy. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> I stole that quote from Sam. Every day is a Tuesday. Not in a negative. No, not at all. We're not looking at that. It's just we're, always on, buddy. It's always. You always got to be on. It's not it's Monday it. where you're, you know, you're scrambling. And it's not Friday where you're getting ready for the weekend. It's a Tuesday. Every it's day it. of the week. So, right. Um, future business owners out there um, or people that want to make that jump, come talk to Sam. Come talk to me because we will tell you every day is a Tuesday. It's a for great sure. mindset to be in. Um, it's go time, baby. It's, I mean, that's it, buddy. Whatever. It's go time. Yeah. And what you have to define that for yourself. Yeah. You know, what that means for you. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. I love it. So, one of the things we want to try to do here is get get the people to understand a little bit about Sam. So, if you had one superpower, what would it be, and why? To heal people. Okay. Yeah. Deep. That was. Deep. It sounds deep. I know. I don't. I what mean. What about flying? You know, at the end of the day, it kind of gets old, right? If okay. I can heal everybody, that you, I mean, if if we're sitting here and there's somebody that's struggling and we help them, right? Mm -hmm. That and this is, I, I believe it's like selfish too because it feels so good, right? Yeah. It feels amazing. Euphoric. And if you had that gift all the time to do that, you'd have. I mean, it's like having heroin, you know, natural <laughs> heroin yeah. that you're doing that and helping them and facilitating and that, that I mean, that connection you'd yeah. feel with people that that'd be way dream. deeper than me flying around shooting laser beams out of my eyes or some shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I really feel that having a, a strong connection with somebody that's really, that's and for me again, yeah, we're a, couple, a little sappy, we're, we're but a couple that's of dream right. boys over here. I know, just I'm saying, right, exactly. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> Breathe underwater. Yeah. You know, I, I know. I mean, I think I would just, it would jump the shark for me in about a month. Cause I'd be like, okay, what's next? I think that's amazing. I think one of the, the biggest things for anybody listening that is a business owner, 
and 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 you know coming from a small business how many staff do you run currently sure so we run uh four and then we outsource people come on and work on projects we'll yeah. do project to project that we know so let let's give the you know what are the listeners saying like so four plus 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 like you got up to 10 sometimes yeah for sure yeah for depending sure. on the size of the project right because if we're doing yeah when we did that one a social one up and shot all our content we had that photographer coming in she did all the you know the headshots from linkedin you got like it yeah. so we'll do like we'll run all the assets so if you're talking awesome. about there's production staff that's going to handle like the content creation stuff so okay. they're going to handle like video and photo and then you have others that are going to handle more of the marketing assets. So you have digital assets. So that's the one fallacy that people get caught up on is that there's a single digital point that you're just going to hone in on and that's it. <laughs> and right? it's over. It's over. It's over. Sign the checkbook. Or you need all of them. Yeah. So you need uh, a strong web presence. Get your web presence found. You need social presence. You need possibly come kind of spend presence. So there's different people that help in different areas. Now, the most labor intensive is content creation. Yeah. So most of the people in our industry don't do content creation. They outsource to okay. the one-off people they, or they have a single person in-house. Okay. Um, that was one of the, the, the things that was kind of the genesis story of Hamilton Rising. I wanted our own production staff because we no videographers understood marketing and I was ticked, you know, and we're like, okay, we're doing this. I went to film school back in high school and really, honestly, it was just so I can get away with my buddies for a couple hours. That's how I started <laughs> it. And I went three years for like four hours a day. Yeah. Um, and never thought I'd use it again. I, I was asking what school you went to because we're in Hamilton, but I have no idea where you live. So, I, don't, I know yeah. everybody around here. It's like, I went here. I, I had no idea yeah. around here. But um, Obama wasn't president then, was he? He was not no, president that was then. a couple years before. Yeah, he was probably in Hawaii. It wasn't so. Nixon, was it? <laughs> I'm not that old. Yeah. But, so, no, but yeah, so yeah, uh, I, uh, long, uh, long answer to a short question, but it really, you know, our, our staff is heavy on the content creation portion because we know it's so, it's so important. Yeah. Um, a lot of marketing plans will worry about the stuff that's before the deliverables, meaning like all the setup. We got the web stuff set up. We got social. Let's run ads. Well, what's on the other side of the ad? Uh, let's put a still up. Uh, and then they wonder why the marketing campaign doesn't work. So we really are, we're super concerned about the content that we're, that we're helping people create and that by default helps all the other stuff. And yeah, I think it's, it's a, it is a full service. A lot of things, because we get asked all the time because we were one of the first companies in the trade industry yeah. to like, you know, jump into Instagram at the time. Mm -hmm. And now um, we're really jumping into LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, we hired a, a co-op student from yeah. Vietnam who, who came in through Mohawk. Um, we started last week. And uh, he's, he's coming up with TikTok Fridays. So he's cool. now leading our TikTok Friday idea, um, yeah. which is giving some, some context. So, you know, guest plumbing as an entity is not just, you know, serious business all the time. Yeah. You know, Smart. we're having fun. Mm -hmm. We're an office. We're a team. So we're like our 25 staff right now. And we're talking about like what's a rewarding thing in terms of superpower. And I think right. that was a great question. I probably have to cut it, edit it and steal it. <laughs> for your answer. Take it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the best things that I've been able to do is create opportunity for people. Yeah. Um, it's been a big one for me personally, which, you know, again, coming from a plumbing background, I never knew that I had the skills, the knowledge, or the ability to, you know, have an office space and create yeah. a podcast and right. you know, yeah, have this sure. content, um, yeah. you know, this marketing background. So I, you know, I always said, well, I, I remember telling my dad, you know, what do you want to do in life? Well, I want to be important 
and I want to go to meetings. And I thought, you know, it's so broad, but that was me. Yeah. Back then. I didn't right. know. I didn't want, I didn't know I want to be a plumber. I didn't know, you know, I didn't have this long jabby. So starting it coming full circle and yeah. we're, we're in our fifth year now. And I think that's what makes me excited about the day to day. Yeah, for sure. On a Saturday morning we're here shooting a podcast and having the time of our lives and really getting to know, you know, what our market's about and what the industry's saying and, and being involved in our community and our city and yeah. you know, giving back, which yeah. is so important. It is. Um, you know, getting the word out to people that may not be able to sit in front of, you know, founder of a marketing company. For sure. Right? So those are the people like, you know, when you're going to the Chamber of Commerce events mm-hmm. or a builders event, and, yep. you know, how do, you, how do you do your marketing? Well, you have to start. Um, yeah. So whether it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you have exactly. to have the back end. Yeah. So we're finding that to be, you know, really prevalent in, you know, our success. Yeah. Which is really cool. So final question of the day. This is it. Okay. That's it. We're getting Super, there. I feel a lot of pressure. I got right so now, many buddy. questions, but I don't know. People checked uh, out a little while ago. So okay, there's, big, there's a lot of pressure right now. Final For question. For all two of our <laughs> listeners besides my mother and my sister. My mom's probably listening to it. <laughs> okay. She's out there. So all, besides the three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you worth more dead than alive? <laughs> I guess it depends who you ask. <laughs> I severely hope not. Okay. <laughs> I severely answer. hope not. All right. So thanks so much, Sam, for being yeah. on our first podcast. Yeah, course, zero, 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 one. That means at least the goal, we set the bar high here. You can't hit your year-end goals in August. You got to start, right? Yeah. So 001 is this first podcast. Sam Holdridge from Hamilton Rising at Hamilton Rising. We're going to put a link in our bio. Thank you, everyone, for listening and taking the time on your day, even if you never listen again because this was horrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We had a blast. uh, Yeah, we did. The Guest Life Podcast. Thank you so much, Sam. Thanks for Al for producing it. Yeah, we've got Al Forto in the background. Saturday morning, he's here. (laughs) We'll get a photo up of Al later. And remember, we can all do a little bit better. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks, man. It's been a lot of fun, buddy. Thanks, man.